0: Good morning. It's January 16th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. Today's title is Faith. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. Hebrews 11.1, NIV. What is faith, really? I mean, we have faith that the sun will rise in the east every morning and set in the west, and faith that our next breath will come. Is that faith? Or is faith our attitude toward intangibles, like faith in the love of a spouse, or our children, or our parents? Is the belief that we Christians have in God as the Creator and His Son as our Savior also intangibles, what we think of as faith? The Oxford English Dictionary says faith comes from the Latin word fides, and means first confidence or belief especially reliance on something without evidence or proof. In theology, it says faith means the spiritual apprehension of divine truth or intangible realities. Hmm, not sure that helps most of us. If we Christians believe that we are saved by grace through faith, Ephesians 2, 5, and 8-9, through and not by being good, then understanding what faith means seems pretty central to our religion. The author of Hebrews defines it in our opening quote above. There are realities for which we have no objective evidence, though they are no less real for that. Before Copernicus did the math, the earth still revolved around the sun and not the reverse. It has always been real, whether you believed it or not. Faith allows us to know that these realities exist, while we have no certainty apart from faith. The word assurance in the NIV is often translated as conviction, in the ESV and voice, for example, or evidence in New King James Version, the Modern English Version, and others, or even proof, as in the Common English Bible. These terms can be taken either in their legal or scientific sense. Legally, proof means an objective set of facts that demonstrate a reality. In the scientific sense, the author means that faith is not only the basis of what we hope for, but it is also the way by which we test things we cannot actually see. The things that extend beyond earthly physics cannot be tested with the five senses, but must instead be tested by faith. The author of Hebrews was discussing faith as an introduction to a long list of biblical figures who were made righteous not by their actions, but by the faith which their actions demonstrated. Christ, however, defines the ultimate faith by confirming the belief of the centurion in Matthew 8, 5 through 13. The centurion, a Roman soldier and not a Jew, went out on the highway to meet Jesus, having heard that he was coming, in order to plead with him to heal his servant, who was paralyzed. When Jesus said that he would come and heal him, the centurion had a remarkable response. He told Jesus that he himself was a man under authority and had men over whom he had authority in turn. These men did what he commanded without question. Thus, there was no need for Jesus to physically come to the centurion's village, only to say the word, and his servant would be healed. What Matthew assumes the reader understands is that the centurion is acknowledging his absolutely solid conviction that Jesus is the Son of God, who has ultimate authority, and that Jesus himself has authority over everything else, angels, demons, life, disease, and even death. This, to me, is the best demonstration of what faith means, and in fact, Matthew says that Jesus marveled and said he had never seen such great faith anywhere. Faith means knowing in your heart that something is true, even if it is a reality beyond the capability of our senses. Dear Heavenly Father, direct your Spirit within us to strengthen our faith to match that of the centurion. Your Son's eternal power is quite simply a reality, the ultimate truth. And faith in that is the undoing of Satan and death, and our only path to be reunited with you in the peace and joy that you promise. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.